Yo, yo, check this out. This out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. Today uh, we chatted to a friend, a producer, DJ, an artist, a uh, studio owner, and a host of other things. Uh, welcome to the show, uh, Kosher. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good to finally be on here. Yeah, so nice <laughs> to chat to you. Yeah, not chat about business or some hook or. Yeah, and I'm enjoying your radio voice. It's a it's a different voice. I like it. Yeah, you know, what, nice. you, you know what you know you know what kosher you know what kosher. We have to communicate. You know, yes. we have to communicate properly. You know, when you yes. see me in the studio, more often than not, I'm just mumbling, uh, so <laughs> mumbling or singing. One of the yeah, two. Or on the soccer field, also a different voice there. So yeah, I like. I'm liking the different. <laughs> <laughs> no one needs to hear my voice on the soccer field because it, it <laughs> on that note on that note the one thing we do have in common i know we have a love for sport uh, firstly uh and uh tell us about the journey uh coming and, and your connection to cricket and that mm. transition into music yeah i mean i'm very grateful I, I did have a almost another life before music was cricket um it was a very i learned i think i learned a lot of life skills in that journey i was i, I went to quite a high level and i took it pretty seriously and you know you learn about commitment you learn about time commitment effort commitment financial commitment you learn about sacrifices risks all those things you know cricket's a very um grounding sport as well you get one chance you know and it's, it's a, that if you're a batsman you know things like that so very grateful of of what i learned from that and then the, the journey itself was part of it was all part of the thing you know and going over playing overseas that's where i met um, my first, my first insight into being a DJ. Um, even the process of studying and the process of becoming a DJ and, and making music, it almost blended well with the cricket career as well. Like I had, I had free nights when I had, like there was no clash. For example, I would, I would yeah. be able to DJ on a Friday night and play cricket on a Saturday. It was yeah. kind of a kind of a cool combo. And I think at the end of the day, it also um, gave me a something to fall back on, almost like a safety net when taking quite a risk, which, which obviously, I mean, for those who know my story, you know, about seven years ago, it was, it was quite a risk, but it was always good to have that to fall back on. And, and, and to, I guess the biggest thing I learned is that you can also live your life and follow your passions. Like cricket was a passion. It's not a job yeah. for, for a lot of people, but to, to, for me to experience that and realize that there's a possibility to do something you love and be passionate about it and earn a living from it yeah. is almost why pursuing music and being a DJ and a music producer and, and trying to make a living of that also doesn't sound so out of the question. Absolutely. I think they connected. I mean, you, if you think of yourself as a batsman, having that one shot to create a, a great moment to score a great uh, amount of runs, uh, comparing yeah. it to, to producing a song and having that one moment, those three, mm. four minutes to make a hit and make an impact on your career, right? Similar type of thinking. 100%. Also like, um, dealing with nerves is another thing. It's like being on stage at a at a one-off festival or a one-off event is very similar to you know that one opportunity you get when you get selected for some team or some trials and you know performing under pressure. I think definitely maybe there's some DJs and artists out there that don't get nervous before a gig, but I'm certainly not one of them. And <laughs> being able to handle those nerves yeah. and positive and travel them in a positive way also something you learn from cricket. And, yeah. Absolutely, man. I wouldn't change a sport uh, as an upbringing in sport uh, for anything mm. in the world. Uh, let's talk about entrepreneurship. I think you know. Do you think that it's it's necessary uh, to to be an entrepreneur within entertainment? Uh, uh, meaning to do more than one thing other yeah. than only make the music or only 100%. DJ or only have the studio. Do you think it's it's important in a city like Cape Town? Yeah, hundred percent. Look, the main thing is there's opportunities, and people need to know that there's opportunities out there beyond their main focus so someone who's a dj you can also for example rent out the equipment that you're really required to have so you might as well rent it up when you're not using it there's a there's a way there of making money besides 
your main focus. And I think I think that's where entrepreneurship comes in, and especially like you know when you're pursuing something passionate, um, a passion of yours, it's very easy to lose that drive if, if you if the money's drying up, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, so yeah. it's always good to have a bit of money coming in so that you can still focus on the things you're passionate about if it isn't doing for you what it needs to do. That's why like entrepreneurship is important. And of, of course, like for me, it was slightly different. It's like almost I was forced into the entrepreneurship because yeah. music was always just a passion and a hobby. And then the more demand there is, the more seriously you have to take it. Um, yeah. But at, at looking back, I'm very glad how it's worked out. And I think a lot of people need to accept that. Like, yeah. In these days, your own boss, your own brand, definitely, um, man. as an artist, especially. Okay, to the listeners, if you just joined us, it's a quarter to uh, f- five p.m. I'm chatting to Kosha, uh, producer, artist, the DJ, studio owner, and and a host of other great things, man. And you know, I, I think it's it's just such a great conversation to 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 face the realities as an artist because it's so easy to fall into the hole of. I, I simply should not do anything else because yeah. of my art. And and as great as it sounds and as necessary as it is to create a masterpiece, in the same breath, you have to look at where you are in the environment you're in, right? 100%. So, okay, let's talk about collaboration, something that has been massive for your career, even though you you know, you know you get to work with many artists as a producer, so some people may not know you made this song or that song, uh, but the songs that you have released, you've collaborated with a host of great artists within Cape Town and the country. Uh, tell, about, tell us about that process. Well, firstly, as a, as a producer who doesn't sing myself, I don't really have many options besides collaboration unless I'm going to release instrumental music or sample things, do remixes and stuff like that. But yeah. when it comes to releasing original songs, I do need to collaborate because I'm, I'm not going to be the one singing it. So, um, and I, I, I'm also not the biggest fan of, of featuring people namelessly, like just yeah. having them as a session vocalist. So it's always good to share the credit and stuff like that. I think over the years, collaborations have come, come about in one or two ways. Either I've, I've approached someone who I thought was would be valuable to work with like or, or, or be able to add value to a song um, or create creatively or the other way is that some some of our work with singer-songwriters who have written a song that they just don't see themselves singing they just don't see it for them yeah. they don't hear it with the music that they're used to and stuff and, and they've sang it for me and, and, and offered would I like to turn it into a song of mine and I think that collaborative process has happened to me quite organically because it needed to yeah. but for those artists that are out there that don't but don't fall upon collaboration all the time. Like it's not something that's a necessity. I, they need to realize that it is a very important part of it. And you can really learn so much by being pushed and, and working with other artists. I love that, man. I love that. So, you know, this conversation is going to go up in the week. It's, it's going to go up on the Good Up FM podcast and I'll make sure that I, I get to share it and I, and I send it to you because I'm finding we get so many gems just having these conversations and so many uh, lessons for up-and-coming artists. Uh, before we move on, so we're just going to have an interlude, but before that, like, you have a new song coming out and um, I've heard it and I, and I know it's not done. Yeah. I know it's not done. So I'm going to ask you something here. Can I play a verse and chorus for the listeners? We definitely can, yes. Okay. As long as the listeners bear in mind, <laughs> not mixed, not master, not finished. But it's something I'm playing around with and I'm very excited about finishing it up. You know, I love the fact that uh, Kosha sends me songs and he says, Chad, you know, like just have a listen. And I think we all have those people we just send our songs to and we just need like honest feedback. And I think we take what we can and we leave what we don't need to take. And I think it's so important uh, for that. And, you know, it, it just shows uh, that there's, you know, often, more often than not, people have a lot of ego when it comes to releasing a song. Yeah. 
and you just send it out and say, look, Chad, what do you think? I'm sure you send it to a host of other famous, uh, more famous artists. I'm not going to, no, no, let, no, let's no, not no, mention no. names. It's on a short list. <laughs> look, as long as I'm in the top three, as long as I'm in the top three, I'm fine. <laughs> cool. um, I, I think that's very important. And, and, and you know, I, I see it, unfortunately, a little bit too often when people come, come to me and it's become apparent that the feedback they've gotten is from their mother and their father yeah. and their girlfriend and their boy or whatever it is. <laughs> like, you need honest criticism. People. Yeah, like, absolutely. Someone is going to be blunt and, 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 and push you, you know? Absolutely. And, yeah, so, and on that, yeah, for what you're doing for me and a lot of other artists, I thank you, Chad, because your feedback is, is important. And I appreciate that. As an artist, yeah. Anytime, bro. So uh, we're going to edit two ads, but tell us about the song. Well, yeah, I mean, I've, um, some people might be familiar. I've got this Dancing in the Moonlight song, which was my own version of it. Yep. And that well, was done well, by, song, by Top Loader originally, top right? Loader. Yep. Well, actually not. Originally by someone else in like the 60s or 70s, and then Top Loader was a cover. Uh-huh. Very famous. Uh-huh. Um, I've got a similar song that I've, that I've heard, and, and it just it gives me that same feeling. It's, like yeah. it's, it's the kind of song that I think is, a, is, is, is legendary and um, without being cheesy, and it's a really great song. And I remember listening to it and just imagining what I would do with it with the, um, with the chance. So... Very fortunate to have the chance to uh, to make my own version of uh, the song. Love it, man. So we're going to add to two ads quickly and then we're going to play a snippet of Kosha's uh, upcoming uh, single called Kiss Me. Sound of the City Focus with Simon Says. I love it. I love it. Colin, I'm not going to let them hear too much, man. I'm not going to let them, I'm, you know, the, I hope the listeners enjoy that because I was getting excited here on this yeah. side. And, you know, we got to keep it as a snippet, as mentioned. Uh, tell us uh, when the song uh, will be released. Well, look, I'm not on any really strict timeline. I love I'm, it. Uh, I'm I just love enjoying that. it. So, yeah, just making the most of uh, of the break from DJing and, and spending more time in the studio and being creative. So, yeah, I'm just enjoying the process. There's yeah. no real strict timeline or urgent deadline, but... I'd like to have it finished soon. It's coming. It feels like it's coming to a ready. Yeah, I love it. So, so I mean, are we getting some feedback from the listeners? And I'll make sure that you do hear about it. Uh, but from our side, from my side, it's 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 always a go. I love it. Uh, I think. Do Do you think that sense of familiarity with a uh, I'd say a cover a song uh, does play a role? How have your songs done uh, uh, if you compare mm. them? Well, 100% familiarity is amazing for many reasons, but it's not the, it's not for the obvious reason, the, the selling out. That's not for me the main thing and just like riding off the success yeah. of another song. For me, there's, there's two factors. Number one is, is to firstly introduce a younger audience to a song they may have never heard before. So I did a version of Special Star. Yeah. A lot of people heard it for the first time, my version, and then went and 
researched and found the original version, which yeah. is iconic and legendary. Of that, course, man. That's one fact. Another factor is not everybody understands music. Not everyone understands the theory and the cause and, and why we feel the way we feel when we hear certain things. Yeah. So by writing an original song with a great chord progression, for example, not everyone will realize that it's any different or that it could have been any better. But yeah. when you re-envision a song, when you listen to a song like Kiss Me, for example, has iconic chords, but then putting new creation, new composition underneath it, that an average person, an everyday person doesn't understand music theory, will quite clearly be able to identify the difference between the old version and your version, which is potentially better, but at least different enough for them to realize that there's a whole different thought process that's gone into it. That and is- I think that's quite cool. That's how you can make the most of that like familiarity. I do love it. I do love it. So uh, the new kosher single comes out in due time. That's all I'm going to say. In due time. I love the fact that there's no there's no pressure. And uh, you know, music is such a it's such a beautiful thing that it's so easy for us to lose that that calmness and that excitedness just because we're always putting so much pressure on ourselves yes, on dates totally. and this and you know it all has to be so strict. And uh, I do believe there's room, especially during uh, that's something I learned last year as well. Uh, the, the the break was was well well needed and well received yes. uh, tell us about 2021 and how you would like it to pan out well look I mean <laughs> for what we can control which yeah. seems like very little <laughs> you know I think yeah. um, people need to control things they can control so yeah. there's no point in setting goals and stuff that you don't even know if they're going to be plausible so for me I just want to make sure I'm healthy I want to make sure I'm happy I want to make sure my team's happy and around yeah. me and uh, we're all winning and uh, and keep moving forward yeah, um, but when it comes to you know <laughs> You would have asked me the same question last year. I would have told you which festivals I want to headline. Yep. I would have told you which parties I want to DJ. Yep. I mean, at the end of the day, there's bigger things. And so yeah, for me, 2021 is just about a good balance, good, uh, good healthy lifestyle, and um, continue to make music. I love that. Thank you so much for the conversation, Kosher. I uh, hope to see you soon. I probably will in the studio within the next few <laughs> weeks. Have a fantastic sure. weekend. And like Thank I said, this will be up on the podcast. I'll get Amen. it out to you in the week. Thank you. Thanks for all the listeners. Yeah. All good, man. That was Kosher. Big thanks for that one. Uh, great a producer, artist, a DJ, and also owner of Kosher Recording Studios. you got to check it out, man. Uh, to, just so you know, man, uh, uh, the, the song I made with, with Youngster, CPT Play, the song I made with Marishan, Are You Down, as well as the latest single, Wrong Again, was all recorded in his uh, studio. A great, great space, man. For all the up-and-coming artists, go and check it out. We're going to play a Kosher song with Jimmy Nevis Clutch, one of my personal affairs favorites are and uh, that new one kiss me will be out in the next few weeks sound of the city focus with simon says it's all you need